the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Are we live? With Will and MJ. They're awake and they're on fire. Yes, this is the Greenfield Post on Triple M with Will and MJ. And Will, it's been a huge week in sport. Well, it always is. When the Olympics are on, there's no better time to be doing a show like this, is there? That should be our tagline. It's been a big week in sport. Yeah. Well, most weeks, you know, you can get something, but it's particularly big when... The, this when... is particularly massive this week. There's so much to talk about. And that's what we're going to do, aren't we? Uh, well, hopefully, yeah, yeah. That's what the show's about, talk a bit of sport. Yeah, sort of light-hearted stuff. <laughs> the lighter side of sport. Yeah, I reckon that's been used before. Yeah, and the heavier stuff as well. Yep, the, the heavier cool, side of the sport. The heavier side of sport. Like and everything in between. Like Richmond's loss today. Oh, that is so soon. serious heavy. Sorry, Richmond supporter. <laughs> How would you be being a Richmond supporter? You wouldn't be happy they to have find... it brought up <laughs> <laughs> two hours after the loss. They find new ways to lose, don't they? Yeah. Just to keep your eye Oh, well. But first, let's focus on the light side first before we get to Richmond. Something cheerier. Yeah, I want to play to you next, Will, some um, audio of the Irish rowing team, the brothers who picked up a silver medal. It was Ireland's first medal of the Olympics. Yeah, you've, you've told me about this. So you're keen to play it for me. Oh, wait till you hear it. It cracks me up. That's all coming up next on the Greenfield Post with Will and MJ on Triple M. And Will, there was great news overnight out of Rio with Ireland getting their first medal of these games. Oh, good on them. And their first ever Olympic medal in rowing. Wow, yeah, it wouldn't have struck me as the sort of sport that would suit the Irish. I th- I figure them as more of a, a boxing, boxing. Yeah. I don't know. What else have they... What else are the Irish good at as sport? I assume they would have gotten a random shooting medal or something along the line, but... Yeah, or archery, r- archery maybe? Yeah, William Tell. Is that of Irish origins? Anyway, but he, anyway they... Yeah, r- rowing, good on them. Yeah, the best part about it, though, the two guys that have won it, they're brothers, right? Yep. Paul and Gary O'Donovan. Now and that they, already fits the stereotype. I yeah, love it. Paul and Gaz. Yeah. They've done a live cross to one of the broadcasters in Ireland from Rio, right? Yeah. Here's how it started. Have a listen to these two. Guys, good afternoon. Congratulations. You did us proud today. How are you feeling? Hi, lads. How are things? What's the crack? <laughs> We're in Rio. Yeah. The, the, background might, might, the background might look superimposed, but it's very real. It is, yeah. <laughs> Certainly. Is. That's all there. <laughs> Is that English? <laughs> it is. I didn't catch That's a word a, of it. Genu- yeah. What's the crack? So they're standing in front of sort of a mountainous Rio landscape. Yeah. That's, that's what they were talking were about. Were they taking it's the piss? It's not superimposed. No, not 100%. They're, they're just completely off tap. They're just... That like, sounded like two people pretending to be... Yeah, it, it, sounded like a, it sounded like a piss take. Yeah, if you were put it, trying to do a bad Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly what... <laughs> If they throw in a to be sure, I reckon it's fake. Oh, that is hilarious. Now, they, they went on to talk about what... Uh, they take it, the questions very literally right, these two brothers. Yeah. They go on to describe what unfolded after they won the silver medal. Yeah. And I want to hear more. And to the moment of this interview. Lads, listen, Paul, what, what, what has the last few hours been like for you? Um, I've been shook enough now, to be honest, since the, the racing is a bit tired now and the legs are like jelly, but um, yeah, I suppose we did a bit of celebrating and did the podium thing and got to put on the podium pants as well, so that was quite nice, and um, I had to go and do this doping control thing, so I, I was there for an hour or two trying to take a pee then into a cup for them, so uh, <laughs> after about 10 litres of water as well, so um, it's full up now, to be honest. <laughs> didn't ask for an itinerary. Exactly everything that's happened. Yeah, he, wanted, a bit of he wanted to know what it's been like. Yeah, to like describe the emotion. <laughs> so he went for a row and then we came second, obviously. 
I love these guys. I really want to speak. I reckon we've got to chat to them at some oh, point. They, they're cult figures. I want to interview them. They're, they're, they should be the biggest stars of this Olympics oh, by far. Yeah, if we can track them down. Oh, how good would it be to get them on? I don't know. I wouldn't have nothing to... I can't respond to their questions. I can I don't barely I, hear them. I don't think I could keep a straight face if I was talking to them. No. Nah. I don't think they would either. No. <laughs> which is the best bit. Imagine in two weeks if you ask them what it's been like. It'd run through everybody. You know, woke up the next day and... <laughs> Had a couple of pints. Oh, that's the best grab of the Olympics, Ogan, so far. 100%. Oh, brilliant. Uh, Paul and Gary O'Donovan, win, silver medal winners at the Rio Games. Champions. Go Island. This is the Greenfield Post on Triple M. What a round of footy it's been. Well, there, it has been one of the best rounds of footy of this season, and there has been five games decided by a goal or less. I can't remember a round where there's been that many close that many games. Cl- even this year, would there even been five games for the year? You, you, like, you'd struggle to think of that many. But yeah. we've got the Bulldogs on Friday night beat mm. Collingwood by three points. Brisbane somehow beat Carlton by four points, hung on to a, a clinical win up there. Did you watch that game? Oh, I did. I rode every bump too. <laughs> did uh, Brisbane play well or did Carlton play badly? We, we played brilliantly for a half and then mm. Carlton just couldn't get that last goal. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was an entertaining game. GWS West Coast, one of the games of the season. Probably the finish of, I can't remember a finish like, just look quite like that. Oh, Nick Natanui on the siren, basically, to win by a point. Mm. Then we had Essendon upsetting the Gold Coast for their second win of the season yeah, by six points. I was points. at that game this afternoon. Yep. The another... Essendon faithful were there, and they went up. When the siren went, I was sort of made a point of looking over yeah. in the crowd, and just the hands in the air. And oh, As could... a Collingwood supporter, I don't often feel happy for Essendon yeah. fans, but I re- it was a really good win by them today. Yeah, and I think that goes the same for everyone in the comp. It's great mm. to see... Essendon getting their second win. And then just this afternoon, Richmond lost to Geelong by four points. And I don't know how they did it. Oh, the, Richmond just keep finding new ways of disappointing yep. their supporters. Keep finding new ways to microwave memberships. It was it was a choke, wasn't it? it it's just one of the biggest chokes you'll see. They're up by 35 points, I think, at three-quarter time. Yep, 35. They're a, a comfortable six goals in front. And Geelong, who had only kicked four goals up until three-quarter time, we're allowed to kick six more to pinch the game from them, which is... As oh. much as it is um, classic Richmond, it's also classic Geelong. It is classic Geelong. They were very poor for three quarters. Mm. But, oh, it just found a way in the end. You should see this score worm. It just tracks up and up and yeah. up and then just plummets. <laughs> Dives down. Oh, it, it, it would be heartbreaking for Richmond supporters. I can only imagine what, what this season's they've been just like. Been, and they've had fair enough to sort of go through those bad times as long as you've got the payout of the good times but yeah. for Richmond it's just continual bad times even the good times are pretty sour yeah. <laughs> well we just Hardwick spoke after the game obviously in his press conference let's have a um, listen to what he said about the last quarter the collapse of Richmond now, we, we blew it we didn't take a couple of chances where we went inside 15 I think when we didn't take those chances I think they got three goals from the back end but but in fairness you know, I think they had 19 inside 50s to 5 I think in the last quarter so um, we're always going to be in a bit of trouble I reckon when you give up that amount of entries now, Will, that's Damien Hardwick. That is the voice of a man who knows how to handle a losing <laughs> press conference. It sounds like a man who's very well-versed. He, in... That could have easily been a winning press conference. Like His tone was not negative at all. The calmness, the collectiveness. Yeah, I, just, as if he was expecting it. You can't fold him. Yeah. He's the guy who should have been apologising on behalf of the Bureau of Statistics sorry, <laughs> for the census. He should be the face of every should, apology. When anything stuffs up, get him in front. He knows how to handle it. <laughs> yeah, that was just clinical from Hardwick. Yeah, I I don't know. But what do you say after a loss like that? Well, see, I, I think when you see sort of Clarkson's press conference and stuff, because the losses are so few and far between, mm. he, do, he doesn't have to... 
like you, you can sometimes get a bit of reaction. But because Hardwick, you know, they're up by 35 points and then lose, and then he faces up as if nothing's happened. Yep. Oh, yeah, run on the mill. Yeah. yeah, that's just <laughs> another week of footy. I do like the idea of just when anything goes wrong, just put Hardwick yeah. up the front he of the can, handle he can, it. <laughs> he can be the face of it. Yeah. <laughs> of stuff-ups nationwide. I think he can be the, the face of Australian stuff-ups. Yeah, get him across there at Rio for the swimming team. Yep, he, he can be the media manager for the for Campbells. The Campbells. <laughs> Yeah, look, we were happy with their swim. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Now, Will, you've been following the Olympics really closely. And I think you've got a bit of an unhealthy obsession with North Korea and their exploits this Olympics. I do have have an obsession with North Korea. In any sporting pursuit, I find it fascinating because North Korea got their first gold medal of the Games. I think they Mm. got one in London. And their 75-kilogram women's weightlifter, Rim Jong Sim. Rim? Yep. She's got gold. Anya Remy, she got a gold on Friday, and the first person she thanked was Kim Jong-un, their beloved leader. Well, she, tradition states you've got to if you're yep, a North Korean. Yep, and she's glad that she kept him happy, and I think he's happy that she acknowledged him. Hmm. And I don't know, just in the past, they've had a history of sort of making up their own success. North well, Korea. propaganda. Yeah. So I always think of North Korea that they, all their news is just, you know. It's just made up. Made up. And yeah. To promote how good you know, Kim Jong-un is. Just how good North Korea is. That's why I feel sorry for Remy. I think she has legitimately achieved something very impressive. But that could get lost in all the propaganda of fake achievements of Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Well, because I've been been doing a bit of research. Oh, she's one of my favorite weightlifters, Rim. Oh, I love Rim. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Who doesn't? And I was tracking the World Cup results that they reported on. Apparently, they said that they won the World Cup in 2014, which, of course, they didn't even qualify for, let yeah. alone win. Uh, and then another story that's come out of these games is that every athlete, 11,000 athletes, they mm. were all given a phone, a Galaxy phone from the sponsor, Samsung. Every and, athlete who competes at Rio? Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. At the opening ceremony, they're all just given this little uh, prize bag given with a, Galaxy. a wow. little phone. That's yeah. pretty handy. But yeah, North Korea weren't allowed to keep theirs. Aren't they allowed to have smartphones in no, North Korea? No, the officials swiftly banned them. So, so, so Rim wouldn't have tweeted about her victory no, or anything. Rim cause... couldn't even take a selfie <laughs> on the on the podium. Uh, but that's just that's just par for the course with North Korea. They just make things up. Yeah, they do. And of course, one of the most famous examples of this was in mm. Kim Jong Il's autobiography. This is one hundred percent true. Yeah. And he first picked up a golf club in nineteen ninety four, and at North Korea's only golf course, he shot a thirty eight under par. Thirty eight under. <laughs> yeah, under. <laughs> And he had 11 holes in one. And Into one round. S- yep. And this is the quote. Satisfied with his performance, he reportedly immediately declared his retirement from the sport. And Well, what would you go on? If you hit that amount of hole in ones in one round, just retire yeah, straight retire away. On I'm on Kim's side here. You, you're never going to better that. <laughs> but yeah, so I just thought it'd be interesting to take a... The, I found this grab from the North Korean coverage of the Rio Olympics. Yeah. Uh, and we've had it translated just yep. to find out how they are sort of promoting the fact that, you know, Rim legitimately won a gold medal. So. Yeah. Oh, the, the news is all very positive out of North Korea. Yeah. from the, I think it's the, K, the North Korean Broadcasting Association. N- yeah. N- NKBA. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Good, right. Let's have a listen to how they're reporting the Olympic news over there. <laughs> Greatest Korea has won an incredible 87th gold medal after nine days of competition at the Rio Olympics, beating the previous record set by Best Korea. Stupid Japan, Stupid China and Bad Korea are yet to register a medal. Kim Jong-un has broken world records in swimming, triple jump, diving and gymnastics with more events to come, while the ghost of Kim Jong-il won gold in fencing. Stupid Super Dumb USA are on negative six golds.
The Greenfield Post on Triple M. This is the Greenfield Post on Triple M with Will and MJ. Now, MJ, mm-hmm. you're aware of Jared Hayne. <laughs> I'm very aware of Jared Hayne. Now, he plays for the Gold Coast Titans now. It's yeah. his sixth team in the last four months. In the, <laughs> probably. Oh, yeah. we'll, they, check, we'll check the maths on that, but yeah, I think that's all right. I'll have to check his stat sheet. But yeah. they played the West Tigers in mm. Campbelltown. It was his first ever game at Campbelltown Stadium, up, mm-hmm. the, up the road from where he used to, where he was born, actually, in Minto, mm-hmm. in New South Wales. And the Titans... Had this epic struggle back and forth. Hay made a few errors early on, obviously just getting back into the groove of rugby league. Mm. And if you missed the game, spoiler alert, Jared Hayne scored the winning field goal after, Mm. I think it was just before the buzzer, but he won the game. Won the game for them. Single-handedly won the game. Not bad in his second game back. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You've got to remember, he's a handy NRL player. Mm. He, he was the best when he left. So you should hear this audio because the Fox Sports team, they were up and about, understandably. They were so. going off. Going off tap because, you know, Jared Hayne, biggest story in the in the NRL. Listen to this. Hayne's going to have a shot. Is it? Last tackle. Here it is. The kid from Minto. The former 49er. He's no. tapped down. Jared Hayne no. has kicked the field goal. There's a little return oh. into one point. They were up and about. Oh. But Hollywood movie. Hollywood script. <laughs> it's a pretty bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an Adam Sandler film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's like if Rocky just suddenly was fighting in the in the backyards of Philadelphia. That's right. He's been demoted a massive way. Yeah. That scoring. actually happened. Rocky Five was a street fight. That is true, the actually. The end of Rocky Five. And yeah. it was the worst movie in the Rocky series yeah. by far. Oh, comfortably. His yeah. career did deteriorate, sort of Jared Hayne-esque. Yeah. Going from the biggest stage in the yeah. world to- <laughs> Fighting sc- Apollo Creed. Scoring a field goal in Campbelltown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a fairy tale. So, it could be. It's the Rocky Five. Rocky Five. So the Mighty Ducks lost the game, all got dropped, and they're, <laughs> they're playing in PE. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's basically the Jared Hayne story. Oh, who would play Jared Hayne in a movie, do you reckon? That's a good one. Um, the Rock, if he lost about 40 kilos. Yeah, The Rock would be good, actually. I can picture that. But it, again, it would be a terrible movie. Yeah, I, I don't see a film in it. No, nah, because he's gone to the States, not succeeded yeah. at all. I love then, then not succeeded again getting on the VG team and then just ends up back exactly where he started playing NRL. Yeah, just a, a series of, of non-success, yeah. particularly if the Gold Coast Titans don't do much this year. Well, we're but about- he's made a lot of money, so... Yeah, exactly. Like, well, it's like Adam Sandler. Yeah. He, he doesn't <laughs> care. He's spot on. <laughs> He's making a lot of money. He doesn't have to make good movies either. Jared Hayden's career has been an Adam Sandler movie. Yes, yes. A Netflix. Not even released in yeah, the yeah. cinemas. <laughs> this is the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Now, MJ, we spoke to Rugby Sevens player Nick Maloof last week, as you'd remember. We did. And we spoke to him. They had quite a disappointing tournament in hindsight. They made the quarterfinals. Finished oh, fifth or eighth, however you want to look at it. Got mm. knocked out by South Africa. But now that, because obviously their tournament is now wrapped up. Mm. They've got nothing left to do in Rio. So they went out on a night on the frothies. Mm. And they have been pulled up by Australian Olympics boss Kitty Chiller. Kitty, and Kitty is not happy. No one's happy with them. Apparently they've been read the right act. <laughs> and if you, don't, if you don't want to get on Kitty Chiller's bad side, because she will call a press conference at the drop of a hat. Oh, she loves a press conference. She loves the sound of her own voice. Yeah. 
She, she, loved, really she loves the Riot Act, actually. She does. Well, she's read them the Riot Act, hasn't she? The, <laughs> what is, the whole rugby. What is the Riot Act? What is it? Because I've, I've looked up Define Riot Act. It's yeah. a it's a law made in 1715 how to group deal with groups of 12 or more people that are causing trouble. So yeah. I assume it's just a list of things yeah. that you, you pull up to stop a riot. I don't know. I don't know if they were that bad over there in Brazil. But yeah, they, uh, we spoke to Nick because he thinks they were going to get up to a bit of mischief. And when we spoke to him last week, we thought that once, you know, your event's finished, all yeah. bets are off and you could sort of do your own thing. Yeah. But let's have a listen to what he said. We've actually got to stay. You're not allowed to leave. So um, all the athletes are on a chartered flight home, which um, could be madness, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we've got, because there's both the men's and the women's team, we've got our, our own level, which is pretty good. I think the um, swimmers are the one above us, so... Between the two of us, we're both finishing pretty early. Should be um, an interesting. Carnage on level three and four. <laughs> See, he said there, Will. Yep. That they're not allowed to leave the village, or you know, they have to stay there for the duration of the Olympics. Yeah. So despite their event being finished, you know, a week before the end of the games, they've got to stay there, which yep. is fair enough. But now Kitty's coming out and saying they can't even have a beer. Well, what? So they're they're forced to hang around in Rio. Mm. Not the worst city in the world, I'll admit, but what are they just meant to sit around the village just p- playing playing Monopoly? Just playing Uno for a week. Like a school camp. Yeah, yeah. It would be, you've got to get out and party. These guys have been training for, you know, the best part of four years. Yeah. They've achieved, you know, ultimate success, you know, despite not getting a medal. Surely they can go out and have a beer. I think they're pretty stiff. And they're not allowed to go down to the Coca Cabana beach. They're banned from all beaches. All beaches after six? Yeah. Oh, after it's just six, There's a curfew on them. Yeah, well, I, I think they're pretty stiff, and I think they deserve to let their hair down, so to speak. Yeah, 100%. Well, the Rugby Sevens team isn't the only sort of loose operation. <laughs> you know, Australians are mm-hmm. operating quite loosely over there. Did you hear about Dane Bird-Smith? Now, he's the walker. He's the walker that got bronze yesterday, which is bronze, a pretty amaz- amazing achievement. Yeah, yeah. He, um, did you see the footage of him straight after the race? No, I don't He was either. absolutely beside himself. Like, that bronze could have been gold, yeah. as far as he was concerned. But his dad, who is also his coach was not at the finishing line yeah. when he walked across. He was, you know, a couple of kilometres away and he forgot his accreditation and tried to get to the finishing line to celebrate <laughs> with his son. Yeah, right? understandably. Yeah, and got himself arrested. He got arrested at the... Yeah, yeah. and I thought, when I heard it yesterday, I thought, oh, you know... But, but, but how, did he jump a fence or something? I, I think he arced up at a security guard. Oh, he got yeah. so excited in the moment. That's my son. I've got to get there to yeah, help yeah. celebrate with him. Yeah, so what? what's happened? Is he... Is well, he free now? No, no, because I thought it was, you know, a bit of an apprehended by police, like nothing will come of it. He's been charged four, he's been charged four grand, Australian. Okay. Yeah. And he's, he's out of the village. Yeah, he's been, I don't think he's been kicked out, but he's had to leave the village now. The yeah. Olympic village. <laughs> so he's been another loose unit, has he, over there? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm all for sort of, you know, once your event's done. Yeah. Just start, cut loose. I reckon everyone should cut loose. Yeah. You've yeah. been working that hard. Yeah. I think everyone, everyone who's over there deserves a bit of a break. I think they've earned it. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, yeah. maybe some athletes. <laughs> yeah, the Campbells can. The Campbells, I don't think. Jump back in the pool. I think they should go back and start training now. <laughs> Train for Tokyo. <laughs> Get Magnuson. He shouldn't be. <laughs> Get Magnuson, mate. He doesn't deserve one. What do they call beers in Brazil? Cervezas. I don't speak Portuguese, mate. You're on your own. <laughs> I think it's Cerve- Oh, maybe that's Spanish. Anyway, this is the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Now, Will, just before we wrap up. I wanted to mention how good the Boomers were against the United States oh, during the week. The Boomers. What a game. 
Unbelievable. It no, looked like we were hmm. about to register the greatest sporting achievement in Australian history. And yeah. I don't say that lightly. Yeah, well, we're up in the last quarter, I think. We were leading multiple times. Yeah, and then yeah. only went down by 10 points. But that yeah. 10 was probably the biggest margin of the entire match. Yeah, it doesn't do them justice. But probably the highlight for me of the of the whole game was, well, not actually in the game. It yeah. was the post-match. That post-match interview, God, I laughed. Now, just to set it up, I think it was Edwina Bartholomew, I think is I, her name. I don't know. She, she was a reporter on Sunrise yeah. and Dancing with the Stars. She's oh, Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> yeah, I think she was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, well, that explains it. Yeah, so she's approached Bogut here. We'll play it now as yeah. if she's doing a post Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, it's And sounds... come, her vibe is way too high and his is way too low. Oh, it sounds like he's just gotten... She thinks she's just got nine on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Todd McKenney's throwing up a couple of nines. Yeah. <laughs> nah, and he wasn't copying a bar of it. No. I reckon it's my favourite audio so far. Let's have a listen. Listen to the tone here. You're live on Channel 7. All of Australia is watching. Man, that was an incredible game. Yeah, it was, but not really. I mean, we were disappointed. Um... <laughs> I love it. Oh, how... <laughs> you are live. Oh, yeah. how good is this? And then he's just so down in the dump. He's... Yeah, look what well, we tried hard. And... Oh, he's just put... A... I've never seen someone put a lid on something yeah. so hard. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, that's brilliant. Hopefully we get more of that in the next week because the games will be finished uh, this time next week when we're on air at 10 Yeah, o'clock. by the time we've done our next show, I think the Olympics will be run and won. What are you most looking forward to? Oh, Usain. Yeah, it's got to be know. Usain, isn't it? Probably the basketball gold medal match. Yeah, true. See true. how hockey teams do. Anyway, it's been, a, it's been a fun show. I've really enjoyed tonight. Yeah. It's been great. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been good fun. This has been the Greenfield Post. Uh, you can download the podcast if you go to our Facebook page. I think so, yeah. That yeah, sounds right. It'll be up there tomorrow. Um, and give us a follow on Facebook there as well. Unreal. That's the show. I'm MJ. This I'm is, Will. And this is Will. And this is the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Cheers, guys. The Greenfield Post on Triple M.